Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash-shaytanir-rajim. Bismillahir-rahmanir-rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. As we are set to conclude the holy month of Ramadan, moving into its final days, for many people, our mindsets shift toward the day of Eid and the celebrations that endure, the family, the food that we're going to eat, and so on and so forth. But for the believer and for the one who desires to ascend and have their hearts purified during these days and nights of the holy month of Ramadan, our mindset should actually shift away from focusing on the celebratory nature of the conclusion of the holy month of Ramadan and rather fixate on our responsibilities and our goals moving forward. That does not mean that one should not think and not be happy and not be excited for the day of Eid, but it's important that at the same time, when we're looking toward the end of this holy month, we're thinking about what type of blessings, what type of wonderful things we're able to take during the course of this journey and bring it back toward this new phase, this new existence of our lives. Similarly, when we go on vacation, we enjoy our time away from home. And at the end of the trip, we love to go back home, but we are going to go back with a lot of different cool things that we brought with us. We're going to go back with souvenirs and clothes and food and whatever it might be, so that we're able to share those things with our families, but at the same time, remember and reminisce in the great memories of the past. And in the month of Ramadan, at the end of the day, we're seeking taqwa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're seeking a sense of God consciousness, that of feeling the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And like the ayat of the whole Quran and the traditions of Ahlul Bayt, emphasize that the way toward reaching that goal is by overcoming the four enemies. The first one of those is the shaytan. Inna shaytan lakum mubin. That those satanic tendencies, they're a very clear and open enemy for the believer. During this month, have I sort of grasped, grappled away from the shaytan and his tendencies? Do I actually feel that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted me because one of those satanic tendencies is to believe that God will not forgive your sins? Or often we tell ourselves, but I'm going to go to hell anyway. And oftentimes when we say that, what we're doing is that we're isolating ourselves and distancing ourselves from the most merciful of those who show mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will certainly accept us if we ask Him with a sincere heart and if we strive in His way towards seeking closeness and proximity toward Him. At the end of the day, we're not going to be able to reach taqwa and be amongst the muttaqeen, those who are God-conscious, if we don't believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with us. So the first obstacle, the first enemy that we need to cross during the course of this month is that of the shaytan. The second is that of, the, is, is, is that of our own souls. In the words of the Prophet and Ali, peace and blessings be upon both of them, they state that surely your greatest enemy is that soul which rests between your two shoulders. Have I been able to purify this soul by long hours of prayer in the darkness of the night? 
Have I been able to purify the soul by truly fulfilling the rite of the fast in all of its different dimensions, not only in abstaining from food and drink? Has the soul been purified that after the month of Ramadan, I will still have that motivation and still have that determination to continue on my way? It's important that if we want to be amongst those who are of the muttaqeen, that these souls have been purified and cleansed. Thirdly, the dunya, the attachment that we have toward this world. Has my abstaining from food and drink, has my prayers and du'as and my supplication, has my drowning in the adhkar of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remove that attachment that I have of this world. And as I enter into the days and the nights after the month of Ramadan, will I still feel that same sense of love and attachment, رَأْسُ كُلُّ خَتِيئَةِ حُبِّ الدُّنْيَا in the words of Ali, that the greatest reason for all sin and vice is love of this world. Do I concern myself with the world beyond this one? Do I remember my own mortality? Do I think about the Day of Judgment standing in front of my Creator? Am I holding myself to account so that I won't be held to account on that day? All of that has to do with the attachment to this dunya. Am I going to make a more concerted effort toward performing the night prayer, toward going to the cemetery, toward visiting the graves, toward going outside and contemplating and reflecting? Amongst those enemies that we often have to face, is the love of this world. And fourthly, our desires. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us with desires that often lead us toward, again, attachment of love of those things which are void of His remembrance and of His presence. That during these days, during these nights of the month of Ramadan, have I left these Things to go back to the example, have I left these four enemies on my way to that trip? And on my way back, am I going to carry with me the prayers, the reflection, the Quran, the seeking of forgiveness, the night prayer, the desire to supporting others? During these nights and days of the holy month of Ramadan, as we only have a few more days left, it's so important that you begin to think and begin to chat, chart out and begin to map out what is your life like after the month of Ramadan. And of course, I reflect for myself prior toward giving advice to anyone else. What are the good things that I did during the course of the month of Ramadan that I'm able to push forth after the month of Ramadan? Was I consistent with recitation of the Quran? Okay. Well, let me be consistent with recitation of the Quran after the month of Ramadan, after. Did I recite five verses a day? Did I recite ten verses a day? Did I recite one page or three pages a day during the month of Ramadan? You might not be able to reach that great goal after the month of Ramadan, but set once again realistic goals for yourselves. We fasted for 30 days during this blessed month. After the month of Ramadan, am I going to go back to my bad habits of overconsumption when it comes to food and drink? Or am I going to try to incorporate eating less or even fasting maybe one or two days a month at the very least? Thirdly, how often did I perform the night prayer during the course of this month? 
If I've never performed it, well, I still have several days to do so. And afterwards, how can I create that habit formation where, for instance, I do it on the weekend because I don't have to wake up early for work the next day? And how can one build toward being someone who regularly performs the night prayer and seeks blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the darkness of the night? I sought forgiveness from God during this holy month of Ramadan. Well, slipping and falling, committing acts of transgression, unfortunately is a reality that every single one of us have to encounter. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is vast and He's the oft-forgiving. So let me get back into that habit and that routine of asking God for forgiveness early in the morning and late at night, maybe after the morning prayer and at the end of the Isha prayer, for instance. We need to be a community, a people, an individual who are consistently combating these four enemies of ours, that of the shaitan, that of the soul, that of the dunya, that of our own desires. Because fighting that battle consistently after the month of Ramadan is going to grant us the success that we need to move forward and consistently seek proximity to God after the month of Ramadan. We can't go back and resort back to those habits that we often engaged in on the last days of Sha'ban. So many people, they're actually better believers before the month of Ramadan than after the month of Ramadan, which doesn't make any sense. It goes completely against the nature of what these days and what these nights are meant to be. So thinking and planning and mapping out what life is like after this holy month, during the course of this last week of this holy month of Ramadan, will certainly allow for us to be amongst those who attain success moving forward. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahumma ala muhammadin wa ala al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.